0: From the Mercy One Studio. Man Up. Brought to you by Construction Professionals. A program dedicated to inspiring and helping men live lives of heroic virtue. Join Joe Stopulis every Monday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. And now, it's time to Man Up.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting from the Mercy One Studio, heard on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, around the globe, streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. I am Joe Stopulus, and today I am joined by, well, uh, the, the godfather of the show himself, Father Zach Kautsky going to get caught up on everything that's happened in the life of Father Zach uh since about a year and a half ago, uh, since he left uh, left Uh the show. And so really excited to get caught up with him. Want to make sure our listeners get an idea of, of what's going on in his life. Before getting to that, let's start in prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits, who proud about the world seeking the ruin of souls, Amen. And Father, and Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. So I have uh, I've been in contact with Father Zach as much as as much as I can be. It's been tough uh, with him; he's been so busy, uh, especially uh, at the trainings he's been at, which has been quite a bit of his time over the last six months or so. Um, but we you know we catch up when we can. And so I thought, man, we Father, we've got to get you on to to talk to our listeners again. And everyone uh, loves Father Zach so much, and. Uh, would just get everyone caught up on where he's been, and you know we'll dive deeper into it, obviously, in the on the next segment. But uh, just had you know an, an interesting run, quite frankly, over the last uh, last year and three four months. You know, he, our last show was in January of last year, so I knew the transition was kind of happening shortly thereafter. Uh, we'll get more into the timetable on it after the break, I'm sure. But uh, so basically, since January of last year to May of this year. Uh, he's had a whirlwind. I know he was in Council Bluffs for a bit, uh, back to Des Moines, down to I believe Alabama for for training. Uh, he was up here, I believe, for Christmas. I, I think I missed him just because I think, our, if I remember correctly, our schedules just didn't overlap by like a twelve hour period, uh, so we could, couldn't catch each other. But then he spent the majority of that time there in Alabama doing different trainings. Uh, so we'll dive dive into that in the next in the next segment, but. Uh, it wasn't until recently where he finally actually after all this time was able to to plant his feet uh just in time for coronavirus to sweep through uh and, and change all of our lives upside down so uh the good news is i can assure you he's in good spirits uh he's been uh keeping me up to date on everything that's been going on um it's been great just to keep in contact with him obviously just being a friend i mean just being a really good friend uh obviously miss him tremendously but uh he's a uh he's in He's doing great work uh, and much needed work, quite frankly. We, we did an episode probably four years ago uh, with uh, with Father Paul Holliday, um, and he is a chaplain in the military as well, and just knowing the need uh, for chaplains. And, and Father Jack has, has answered that call It's uh, such a crucial time in so many of these guys' lives where they're heading off for the first time, and um, you need that, that tether, uh, something that – keep you rude in your faith and father Zach's given that, uh, to, to the airmen, uh, in the air force. So we're going to a short break. Uh, when we return father, Zach Kautsky will be with me. So stick around and we will be right back. Thank you. Construction professionals for underwriting man up. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic radio, and we've seen their work firsthand. It's very impressive. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional and designing what you want. CPCustomhomes.com.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio, in Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo, is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, a local brewery featuring seasonal and limited-release beers located off the bike trail south of Gray's Lake and online at confluencebrewery.com. Confluence Brewing Company has growlers-to-go, apparel, and other gifts for family and friends. Confluence Brewing Company is available for curbside service and would like to thank you for your support. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping, clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks, and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Sons Naturescapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Sons Naturescapes online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. I am very, very excited today to have on a, well, a friend of the show, um, but more than that, the former co-host of the show, Father Zach Kautsky. Father Zach, welcome back, man. Hey, good to be with you, Joe. It sounds good to hear your voice on the radio. Darn it! This is just exciting for me to, to, to walk down memory lane.
2: Man, I miss being on the radio with you. I hear the show's kind of gone downhill
1: oh, since I left. It's plummeting. Stocks plummeting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, but it, yeah, it's good to hear your voice on the radio again. Uh, now, so where are you? Where are you today?
2: So I am stationed at Barksdale Air Force Base in Shreveport, Louisiana. I should say Shreveport, Bossier. Uh, So there's kind of twin cities here. So we are pretty close to Arkansas, pretty close to Texas. So they call it the Arquitex. So we're up in northern Louisiana.
1: So how do you – as far as that goes, like, is it similar to the Bishop? Like, do you know – how do you know when you're getting assigned, where? You know, how far in advance do you get to know before you're assigned somewhere?
2: You know, it really depends on the assignment. And I think in my case, I had – Uh, several months notice. I mean, they give you time to, to kind of get ready and prepared. And, and there's a whole office dedicated to making assignments. And it's really kind of, as far as priests are concerned, it's really where they need priests the most. And, and um, so they'll assign a certain number of chaplains to bases and they try to have one priest at, at bases at least. And uh, so we're, we're kind of, uh, when we're on base, we're under the under the archdiocese of military services so we have our own archbishop archbishop brolio and and so when i'm on base i'm actually in the archdiocese for the military services when i'm off base right outside the gate we're in the diocese of shreveport louisiana and so i actually live off base at a parish here with a couple of parish priests here in town so that's been great
1: oh nice uh, what I want to get into a lot of the military stuff, but before we do that, let's get our listeners a little bit caught up. Uh, so you you got basically transitioned uh, it was last it was last February or so. It was sometime last early last year uh, when you headed out to Council Bluffs. You got to walk us through uh, you know the, I guess the end of your time in Des Moines, and then let's we'll catch up on how you've gotten to where you're at today.
2: Sure. So it's it's been a kind of a crazy year and a few months. Uh, so I went last winter to be an associate pastor in Council Bluffs, and that's pretty close to Offutt Air Force Base there. And so uh, so I was able to kind of finish up my application process and finish up some things I needed to do before going to officer training school. So I ended up being there through the summer uh, with a wonderful pastor, Father Tom uh, Depuram, And I was there as his associate. We had, uh, there's one parish, but three locations in, in Council Bluffs. And so we uh, were able to kind of split up that ministry and, and kind of bounce around the Council Bluffs Carter Lake area. And then I went this fall, I was sworn in actually by my brother-in-law, who is former Navy. Uh, So he swore me in as a, a captain. So I went to their house and was sworn in uh, to the military, and then went.
1: Now, down hold on, to, hold on,
2: hold on, hold on.
1: You're like there's you make you there's there's work that goes into becoming a captain. So walk us through where'd you go for that? What kind of training did you have to do for that?
2: Well, so I went. So I'm telling the story. So I went. I went to <laughs> Montgomery, Alabama for training. So it's kind of interesting that you know I had my commission before training. So I went in as a captain, but you still go through the the officer school. And so okay. that's in in Alabama. So that uh, that lasts about two months, and really the the point of that is really to for those of us who are just coming from the civilian life, uh, really to train us as officers and kind of get us on the same page as far as uh, teaching us the military culture and customs, courtesies, some of the history, and then also I think my favorite part of Commission officer training was getting to know uh, other people that were either new to the military or people that had been in for a while that were uh, coming from the enlisted side and and had received a commission and so they were uh, I had one of my roommates was a former he was honor guard at Arlington National Cemetery and so he was really oh, wow. good with uniform protocol so that really helped having him keeping me in line, you know, and helping me out. Um, so he was really helpful. And I had, besides him, I had two other roommates, so they had us, um, had us, uh, sharing a room and, and we did a lot of marching, a lot of, um, learning about the military culture and, and a lot of leadership exercises. So that was, that was the fall and the winter.
1: So that was fall of of last year in Alabama. Um, and then you commissioned, after that, so then what bridged me the gap, the gap then? Because you you stopped back in Iowa, right, in, de, in December or so. Um, and then you, I was you home at some Alabama. point. Okay. That's right. You went back uh, to Alabama was able again? I
2: was able to spend Christmas with family, and then I went actually back to Alabama for, for the basic chaplain course. So that's really where we dove yeah. into our specific um, our specific kind of, you could call it trade school or technical school. So all the people there were, were officers and they were going to be chaplains. And so they want us to go to school there and then we're able to, after that point, you're able to deploy. So again, it's a lot of spiritual leadership. It's a lot of working with different faith groups. And what I loved about it was, again, just the variety of people. Um, there was one other Catholic priest. There was a, a Jewish rabbi. There was an imam. And then there were a number of uh, Baptist, Southern Baptist chaplains, and then kind of a variety of uh, Protestant chaplains as well with that. So, so just a great variety of people and people I still, some of them stay in touch with. And, and it's really been great to, to share our faith and really talk about what we have in common and how we can help airmen.
1: Didn't you meet an Orthodox priest as well? I thought I thought I remember from a conversation we had that you'd met you'd been in contact with uh, someone from the Orthodox right.
2: There was there was an Orthodox uh, priest there, and he uh, serves out east, and so him and I became good friends, and and we still stay in touch.
1: Yeah, it's kind of cool the way the kind of ecumenical uh, sharing of faith between you tell me some stories between you and him, the other Catholic priests, and you know timelines of church history and stuff. I'm like, man, I'd lo- love to have been a fly on the wall during those conversations.
2: You know, there's so much beauty in, in all the different uh, faith traditions. And so to be able to also talk about my faith, which is so important, and so we were able, for example, uh, the other priest and I demonstrated and talked about why we have the sacrament of reconciliation. So we actually, we didn't actually do it, but we we demonstrated what that looks like and why we do that and kind of the scriptural basis for, for the Sacramento reconciliation. So those conversations in class, but I think especially outside of class and those friendships were, were very influential and, and I think uh, a lot of fun. So that was that tech school, that chaplain school, I think that was easier for sure than uh, easier than officer training school. There's less marching, less, less uh, running around, you know,
1: I was gonna ask, how did what? As far as let's go. Let's go both officer training and uh, uh, and the uh, what's the, the ministry uh, tra- chaplain training. Let's go to both of them. What were your expectations going into it, uh, and how how was the actual experience different than the expectations?
2: Probably one of my biggest surprises has been going in. Is really the the expectation that you know you kind of take charge and you you may not have all the information. And so they want you to be able to make a decision, kind of be a leader, even when you might not have all the information, Uh, things may not be exactly clear, but uh, to be able to kind of think quickly on your feet and to be able to delegate well and lead well. And so that was, I think one surprise is just, uh, and it's a good lesson for life too. So often we don't have all the information, we don't have the full picture, we don't have the time maybe who we want to make a decision. So I think that taught me some, I think, stronger decision-making skills and and what what leadership looks like. I think it was I think it was interesting too for my flight. You know, we have a small group of people that are kind of learning together. Uh, we break off into kind of our smaller groups. I think it was interesting for them because I think many of them had not met a priest before, and so it was. You know, we're all wearing the same uniform. Uh, we're all marching together. We're eating together. Uh, we're living in the dorms. And so I think that was, you know, an interesting experience too for, on their end just to to meet a priest.
1: So then when you get to the uh, the, the, the most recent experience where you're actually with the, the people who are going to ministry, um, did you have any expectations there that were, were significantly different? Right? How did that meet your expectations for, uh, for that school?
2: Well, when I went in, I was kind of – kind of just going in with an open heart, open mind. I wanted to come in and learn. And I I remember kind of the first day coming back there. It had only been three weeks, Joe, since graduation from officer training school. So when I'm rolling in there, the second time, you know, you kind of get that feeling in your stomach. You're thinking back to that first day of, of officer training school, which kind of is, you know, it's pretty intense. And so I'm thinking about, the drill instructors, I'm thinking about the just all the things that were kind of thrown at us, especially in the beginning and and so so I had that feeling when I came in but but thankfully, it was a really positive experience and we had a lot of great guest speakers that came in uh we had a prisoner of war come in we had um, a couple of generals were able to to come by and just a number of chaplains from from many different bases came uh to. To visit with us and kind of mentor us so um so i was grateful for that and and of course I, one of our instructors was a catholic priest so on the staff there was also a, a priest teaching us and so there was a great variety there
1: that's awesome well you know it's, it's interesting i got a letter so then obviously you get your your full-time assignment uh now you're in, in louisiana and it the co- we got a letter in the mail because i don't know, we obviously at some point we're in communication with the archdiocese of military service and in the letter, it says, listen, there are, I think it's at 188 or so Catholic priests uh, on active duty today, for which, which equates to about one for every 4,000 Catholic uh, enlistees, which is just shockingly low. Uh, can you feel that now? I mean, now, now you're one of those 188. Uh, I mean, can you feel that need today?
2: Certainly. And I think in the Air Force, they're around forty active duty priests that are able to be deployed and uh so we're and that means, you know, gone to school and you're a certain age and things, but so we're we're definitely in demand for sure and there's a lot of always work to be done. I think as far as the Air Force is concerned, there's I think it's about a third of the Air Force is Catholic. And so it's always Wow. I think always a need for priests and you know, as you know, everywhere, uh, trying to engage people in the faith, people maybe that haven't practiced since they were, you know, in high school. And, and many of the airmen, you know, they come to base and they're it's their first time away from home. And so I think we do our best too, to just be that home away from home in the chapel, you know, to say, you know, back home, they have a parish, they have a parish priest. And so that's kind of what I'm trying to do here on base is to be that connection to back home and, uh, to, to be welcoming. And so we have, we have a lot of great retirees here as well that do a lot to support our, our chapel and, and help really assist me because I'm also not only am I the kind of the parish priest on base, but I'm also assigned, I'm in, embedded with, with a unit here, you know, and so, so I have a large variety of, of people I'm dealing with and some uh, chaplain for the security forces and for the firefighters and, uh, just a number of of groups here on base. So I, I like to in the afternoon try to try to get out and visit different places around the base and and get to know people.
1: Yeah. So have you kind of gotten in in the in the groove of it yet? I mean, obviously you're kind of. I'm sure when, when it first started, just trying to get get your feet settled. Have you got. I mean, obviously I'm sure there are more precautions today than there were previously. But uh, have you kind of found your groove as far as your ministry there? I had just
2: gotten back from chaplain school, I think for just less than a month and kind of when all this started. And so we quickly transitioned because of the coronavirus, we transitioned to streaming masses. And since I live at a local parish, they have actually a video system that works very well. And so I was able to, and I've continued doing that to broadcast on Sunday mornings, 930, Live stream mass from Wait, are you you're every 930
1: every you're every Sunday 930
2: Every Sunday 930 a.m. Oh. Uh, St. Joseph Shreveport.
1: Oh, I thought it was just that one time at night. So anyway, we we we, uh, Our family streamed into you. I think it was good Friday service And then we also did it for probably two weeks ago, and it was our favorite yeah. one yet It was our favorite one yet. I did not know you did it every week So there you go ladies and gentlemen as long as we're stuck in this quarantine the 930 Mass of Father Zach does was awesome. The music was great. Obviously, the sermon was on point. Uh, it was it was the most reverent, well put together production. I thought it was. We all agreed at our house that it was awesome. It was our our favorite one yet. So I'm glad. I just learned it's something.
2: a very it's a very interesting time, and it's so strange to be celebrating Mass without a without a congregation physically present there. Yeah. You know, we believe every Mass the angels and saints are there, of course, but. To look out and just be preaching to empty pews is kind of a strange experience, you know, to be preaching to the camera. Uh, but I'm really grateful for for Saint Joseph's for the for the priests there, and then we also have seminarians that are uh, living there as well. So they've been assisting with music, they've been assisting with serving and lecturing, and and so that's been great. Also, getting to know the the Shreveport seminarians.
1: Well, and you're used to getting standing ovations at the end of your homilies. And so that's got to right. be a little different, you know, being interrupted. Right.
2: Yeah, closet. I've been so used to that, the <laughs> cheers, the clapping, everything.
1: People weeping in the in the, uh, the congregation. So, uh, well, Father, unfortunately, as you know, we we have a time crunch here at I.O. Catholic Radio. So we're actually going to have to head to break, which kills me because I, I have so many more questions I want to ask you. So uh, we'll to have you on again. I know our listeners, a lot of, I get questions all the time about you, how you're doing. Uh, and, and all that. So I'm sure our listeners are going to be thrilled to, to hear your voice again. Uh, so we'll just need to guys to do it again.
2: I would love that. And it was great, great talking to you. And uh, God bless all all your listeners. And please pray for me. And really, please pray for all of our military families uh, around the world. Please pray for them.
1: Well, and and – I just can't encourage our listeners enough to uh, to go to uh, your, say the name of the parish again, because your, your live stream is no joke. It's awesome.
2: It's St. Joseph Church in Shreveport.
1: Okay. Yeah, so go, go to the 9.30 a.m. mass there on Sunday, as long as we're stuck in quarantine. Father Zach's doing yep. a great job. So, all right, Father, great talking, man. Great talking to you. Thanks, Joe. God bless. All right, stick around, and we'll be right back.
2: What is the best gift ever?
1: My help comes you. You're right welcome back to man up on iowa catholic radio well my thanks to my co-host father zach kautsky for joining me uh i mean i think i just need to have him on again i, I had a lot more questions for him uh a lot more we could have gone into uh just great work as he said and as we 've noted before, but and it just really comes to light when you talk to him about all the different ministries he has uh you think of one and one priest for every four thousand members that are Catholic in the military it's just shocking numbers um so there's clearly a need there and you know then coronavirus hits and you know the way his world's been turned upside down, but he, you know he's still he's trying to find ways to 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 minister I love it again i i wasn 't kidding their broadcast is. As good as it gets. Uh, we have my wife and I have checked out. Oh gosh, uh, I, I don't know how many different, a bunch of different parishes around the around the state, around the globe, um, to to celebrate Mass with our family. And and Father Zach's was just great. I mean, they the music was so everything was great, start to finish. Uh, and and obviously his preaching, as I mentioned, is always always on point. Um, and so he's doing great work and. I will go out of my way. I'll, I'll have to figure out a way to get him back on um, just to get him plugged in with the show. Again, he, he is, the show wouldn't be here today without him. I wouldn't be where I am in my spiritual life without him. I wouldn't be where I'm at. Uh, obviously, on, on the radio, and what I'm doing with men's ministry without him. So, uh, integral part to what we're doing here still today at IO Catholic Radio. Uh, so, again, my thanks to Father Jack for joining me and continued prayers for him uh, and all those in the military who are serving our country. Thank you for joining me today on Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. I am Joe Stopulis. And for Father Zach Kautsky, it's time to Man Up. Man Up,
0: inspiring men to live out their call to holiness with Joe Stopulis. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Brought to you by Construction Professionals.